Sorry, the the font. My eyes are getting terrible. So if you it can. It says like, tell us about. I, I know, but it. Can you increase the font? What uh, I'm getting is I probably need glasses. Uh, oh man, point, you so. should there see you me go. at night with my book. I'm like back and forth, back and forth. So <laughs> yeah. I get so it. I, I pre yeah the. I feel you. This is better. I, age is starting to get to me. I, I noticed it yesterday. We were recording another one, and I'm like squinting. I'm, like, I'm still young whippersnapper. Here? So yeah. I hope you're hungry, because you're listening to 3M6, your podcast guide to all the eats in the 316. It is your friend David in the hashtag collective basement by himself, yet again giving you a little intro to today's episode. Tanya's Soup Kitchen, not Tanya's, Tanya's Soup Kitchen, located at 1725 East Douglas Avenue. 105 here in Wichita. We sat down today with Kelly Ray Leffel. She is the current owner of Tanya's. She knew Tanya personally, worked with her, um, learned from her, and was able to share a lot of great stories about her and tell us what they've been doing over at Tanya's, providing for the city of Wichita. Uh, you know, a soup kitchen is so much more than just serving soup. They really give back to, to Wichita and the local community. So go check out the interview. It is right now. Okay, everyone, we are down here at a restaurant, but before we even get started, is it Tanya's or Tanya's? It is Tanya's. Tanya's. So we are down here at Tanya's Soup Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Correct. And we are with... Kelly Ray Leffel. Hello, Kelly. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So I've got a list of questions here, but let's just have a conversation about Tanya's and, and, and what it is. But I want to start... Tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, your ties with Wichita and yeah. Okay. Um, well, I was born and raised here in Wichita. I've uh, traveled a lot and then always come back because I think Wichita is fantastic. And for me to do that, I always worked in restaurants. Um, so I left at 19, moved to California, came back, went to Australia, came back, and restaurants were always like my thing. Like I worked in other like industries and it just wasn't... Like, it just didn't speak to me. Like, I always said, I'm a restaurant lifer. So, I am now here at Tanya Soup Kitchen. I'm the owner and chef and the mom to all here. So, And Tanya Soup Kitchen, I'm sure I'll put out there, but we are on Douglas and Kansas? Hydraulic? Yeah, hydraulic area. Yeah. yeah. So I'll put the address. I mean, I'm, I'm sure people are familiar with this place. This isn't some place no one's ever heard of yeah we're kind of a staple in wichita i think kind of you know like yeah like old mill tasty shop and harry's like i mean there's never they're not we're we're never going away but now we're educating educating people that it's tanya's (laughs) and not tanya's because i i've never heard tanya's but now now people know but hey but i didn't know you know like i say andrea andrea tomato tomato it's hard i get it i don't i don't blame anyone that doesn't know so my favorite thing to say is when somebody is uh said something incorrectly i like to say tomato tomato because Uh, when you type it out that's what it says that's true so oh andrew's here too i forgot to say you're here hey kelly david how are we doing today (laughs) doing well how are you i'm doing really well i i've been enjoying the weather we've had recently yeah. yeah. Happy to be at Tanya's. Happy to be here. Yeah. It has been a little all over the place, the weather, though, yeah. which is kind of my friend in the way. Like, if we can have some colder days in April, it doesn't hurt my feelings because with the word soup in the title of your restaurant, oh. and people kind of think, ooh. But, yeah. people, we make a lot more than just soup. We make it all. 
So. What what all do you make? Um, well, we are basically a I like to say good food served fast restaurant, not okay. fast food. Um, but we're soup salad sandwiches. We're primarily lunch, but on the weekends we'll do dinner specials um, and open up for the weekend evenings. Um, but we kind of are all over the place with that too. Like we do caterings, but um, lots of like just and we're we're from scratch. So there is nothing that we do not make here. From like we do our dressings, our sauces, our everything. So. I knew I was coming here today to do this interview, but it was also kind of stormy out earlier. And so yeah. I actually came here for lunch today because I wanted some soup. Yeah. So like you said, these these nicer, cooler days, I'm like, hmm, I'm, I want some soup. I know, I know. But don't <laughs> let it trick you. Don't let my name trick you. Right. Yeah. Because I like, to, okay, so this is how I like to think of a soup kitchen. We are for the community. And that is what our title is. It's not about just soup. Uh-huh. It's for the community. And us being there to help promote and be there and don't like I mean we've done a lot of like kind of fundraising stuff too as well so yeah. very cool yeah what is it about Wichita that you think makes it such a special city um, especially when it comes to food and restaurants okay well that's actually easy for me because I really do think it's family I like I've said traveling a lot I feel like the Midwest has more of a sense of like home than a lot of other places because when people travel and they're moving somewhere they don't necessarily know themselves yet until they get into a community and I feel like Wichita really is a place that is kind of born into that and I think with food this is something that I always say about the restaurant it is like running a household for hundreds and hundreds of people and I mean what do you do you cook you clean and you pay bills I mean that's what you do and you wait on people so basically like all of Wichita is my children right. and well more my, my staff is like my children that's I don't have any kids of my own so I always joke about how they're my kids right so as they're mopping up us around us right now yes and uh, this is the authentic sound we are here live and they are cleaning up after a hard day's work of delicious food because yeah. once again I ate here it was really good it all makes sense because from the top you said that you were the mom that's right yeah. that's right it's a great description I like that yeah so when did Tanya's soup kitchen open well we opened this location in 2011 okay. there was uh, her Tanya's first location which was um, by the railroad tracks where like Union Station is over there uh, and she was open in that location for seven years, and then she closed for seven years, went to school, and decided, hey, I wanna do it again. So she reopened in 2011, and we've been here ever since. So we just had our 11th anniversary. Wow. Yeah. How long have you been here? I've been here since the beginning of this. Uh, so here, I've been- 2011. Mm-hmm, okay. 2011. I was uh, in between that the seven year period of not being around, Tani still took on caterings and she hired me out to work on those caterings with her and stuff. So we've known each other, well, we knew each other for, you know, 20 plus years. Okay. So. Okay, so you kind of gave a brief description, but tell us about Tanya. Tanya the lady? Yes. All right, well, I used to, I in several of these like, interviews and articles like the one of the things that I've come up with the best way to describe Tanya is like a master architect or a master gardener like they're the ones that create and build and then they go on to create and build something else like she was someone that was so authentic and outgoing and just vibrant and she would just she could you know literally build something and grow something from just like her personality alone she was she did so many different things from belly dancing to ceramics to restaurant work to just 
a lot. And so when she opened up this place, um, this is kind of like she she opened it and then she went on to do something else. You know, like she was constantly just moving and shaking. So that's what I like to how I like to describe Tanya, just full of life and full of energy and just everyone's best friend. So uh, when did you meet her? And how did you meet her? Well, I, you know, before there was even, you know, a Starbucks in Wichita, I ran the Riverside Perk um, all those years ago when there was like maybe that in Java Villa. And that's about it. People didn't even know. People didn't even like know what, uh, you know, they thought a cappuccino was what you would get at your QT, right? (laughs) So um, I met her there because I started working there right after high school and ended up managing by the time I was 19 and started making the food and all the stuff there and just it's kind of you know we're not a small town but we kind of are so Mm -hmm. I mean you kind of you meet people in the industry and so I worked there for you know several years and became friends with her through that I mean being a customer being you know just in the industry and just kind of getting to know her that way so that's how I met her so how did Tanya uh, come up with the idea for the restaurant you know um, like I said I wasn't because I was working at the perk when she actually had her other location Um, but Tanya uh, I'm pretty sure see this is like where you know age age happens like Mm -hmm. we were talking about with your eyes like you're the way you remember things just isn't quite right, even though yep. you know. Like, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm right. And then I'm like, so I'm be like, actually, no, Kelly, she did this, and she did that. And I'm like, oh, God. But she, um, she went to school in San Francisco, culinary school, and she came back and ended up working at Larkspur and was the chef at Larkspur okay. for many years um, under Pam Bjork. And I know that she just, you know, she was really pretty much the only female chef in Wichita at the time. Um, So around that, I think she just was kind of like wanted to break out and do something on her own. So she came up with the Tandy Soup Kitchen at that location. And we had to close then because, or she had to close then because um, it was the Cox building at the time. And they were like, hey, we're going to start using this again for something else. Sorry. and so she like decided to not try to relocate. She decided to go to school, and and that's when she became a, a ceramic artist. Mm. So, um, and then I think she just got to this point where it's just like, hey, I think I want to do that again. And I'm telling you, so many people are like, when are you gonna have another tiny soup kitchen? When is another tiny soup kitchen? So I think she got really irritated with not irritated. Sorry, people. She was not irritated with you. <laughs> just very much like, uh, yeah, I should do that. I should should go ahead and give this a go so yeah i like it yeah um before we head into kind of what is what happened with her mm-hmm. um is there anything else you want to share about her or her life um or stories that you know encapsulate who she was beyond what you've already said you've already given yeah. us a very good picture but right um well yeah i mean there's just so much to describe tanya she was like this is she was a very strong, proud woman that had no ego because she enjoyed everyone's company. There was no like, you're too cool. I'm too cool. You're too. It was just like, let me get to know you. Let me get to know the real you. I don't care who you are and I'm not going to judge you for what what that is. So she was very open-minded and very just, I don't know. She could just light up the room. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, 
do you want to share what happened to her today? I mean, I, I'm sure some people in Wichita know, but others don't. I actually yeah. didn't really realize it before I, we were scheduling this. And right. my wife told me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, well, and, I mean, honestly, sometimes for me, that actually is kind of a bit of a relief because, I mean, that's not how anyone should be remembered, right? Sure. And so it, it's... The tragedy was something that, you know, nothing that I ever thought I would ever deal with in my entire life. I've, you know, Catholic school girl, my parents are still together, my sisters are my best friends, like, we're like, and it's just, you never, you know, like, when you come from the rarity, you don't think that you will ever, you know, that would ever happen to someone that you're really, really close to. Um, But uh, unfortunately, she lost her life to a crime of passion, I think it is, because... Um, it was her roommate, and I think he had more attractions to her than she did for him. And um, it was it was a day I'll never forget. And but I also, uh, yeah, I just it's not like, like I said, it's not how she should be remembered. So sure. honestly, sometimes it's okay for me to know that when people are like, oh, "How did she pass?" or I'll get a phone call, someone asking for her, and. Then, you know, I have to tell them, like, sorry, she's no longer with us. And they're like, oh, my God. And it's like, right. So. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I don't want to dive deep into it. I just no. obviously letting the people know that it, it happened. But, yeah. We're, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, her life was taken from her. Yeah. Too soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Kelly, we're at the point now where you've taken over. Uh-huh. How are you running the restaurant today? Anything the same, different compared to years past? Well, I mean, what's the one consistent thing in life but change, right? So things are constantly changing here. Um, Not only that, I mean, like I said, I've been in this industry for so long that I'm even having to learn that your management style has to change with the times and how you perceive things and how you go about things and people's work ethic and how you can manage that. So every day I'm learning how to handle new situations. yeah, we've added some things. We've done things a little different. We've scaled back on stuff. We've, you know, we're just moving forward um, every day the best we can. And, you know, sometimes it feels like taking a step back, but we're always constantly pushing to, like, make this restaurant, like, thrive and be able to stay that staple in Wichita. So, um, but, yeah, we're always changing, and that's, to me, kind of the beauty of it. So, I mean, who wants to stay still, right? Who wants to be right. the same, like, it's... That's boring. Very boring. Yes. Now, here's the good question we ask everyone. Because okay. It's, um, I think it applies to everyone, but we're, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely always interested in um, both how COVID affected you, but also how you responded to it. Oh, well, um, well, I just, I'm always a girl that rolls with the punches. I've, you know, this place, I mean, with, you know, the tragedy of Tanya and other things, like, I mean, it's just like the ebb and flow and there's right. some bad times. So I, like, I, I rolled with it and I figured it out. Um, we obviously, we didn't do like the shutdown like some places did. Um, we stayed open for to-goes, um, but we also did things like we did the, did the Giving Tuesday where um, we gave out not just like meals, but uh, groceries to uh, 60 different families because, I mean, that was when people were having a hard time finding toilet paper and stuff. With me, with Cisco, I'm, you know, and, like, my food reps and stuff, they, like, really helped me to be able to put groceries together. I mean, my dentist helped me get toothpaste. And because there's, 
I mean, and you were still able to go to the grocery store, right? right? But like I was saying about times, like how we've changed and adapted with them, anxiety levels and stuff like that. You don't know what one person's dealing with from one day to the next. And so I know a lot of people just didn't even leave their houses. So I was trying to find ways of helping them kind of cope with their mental health as well as, you know, their daily lives of like living at home. Cause like I said, isn't a restaurant just one big giant home for the masses. Yep. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the, the communal aspect is what, yeah. Why I immediately thought of what she was mentioning. Yeah. How they handled COVID. But we, you know, and it's, I mean, to now to get over, I mean, like now that we're, you know, all opening up and we're not, you know, really like the numbers are down and, you know, I think that we're kind of realizing that it's an endemic and it's maybe not going to go anywhere. Like, right. I mean, it's definitely like, I think so many people were just so tired of being at home that, I mean, it's the business has picked up. I mean, like, I'm like, God, another, ca- I mean, love caterings, people give me caterings all the day long, but it's just like, wow, another catering. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> so, but it's been, it's been great to see everyone coming back and just really feeling feeling and enjoying life again so right right on this next one i we're gonna ask about kind of where we're heading in the future Uh because i don't need to be so cryptic with you i mean you're gonna have to answer this question yeah momentarily sure um but i did i read some articles about potential second location or dinner so that's well he's gonna ask you the question okay okay um is it okay if we ask yeah Yeah, of course yeah okay so we've talked about the past, we've talked about where we're at now. What about the future? Are okay. going to have a second location, dinner yeah. perhaps? Well, okay, so during COVID, because everything changed with to-goes and stuff, I thought, oh, what if I did something kind of like a satellite station is what I was calling it, to where we got right. the to-goes out of the dining so people – well, my little restaurant can't sustain that. Like, mm. I thought that we'd be able to, but with DoorDash and all these new, like, apps and stuff, like, so I put a hold on that. That's not going to happen. Like, I, you know, like, I just, it's, I, I wish that I could. The only way I'd be able to even do a satellite station is have another commercial kitchen. Um, and right now, I don't, I don't see expanding because like I was saying earlier in the beginning we're like kind of a staple and I think once you start doing that you take away the heart of things and then all of a sudden you don't have you know like my staff has pretty much been with me since like I mean I think I'm the I've been here since the very very beginning but the other person that's been here I mean has been here you know 10 years which is very very odd in an industry like this because the high turnover rate and stuff but we've created this family and I know a lot of why Wichita comes here is because they see my, you know, Tay Tay, my manager and Marty back there in the back. And I mean, I've kind of, I mean, I'm back in the back, but I mean, people come back and say hi to me all the time. I'm not one of those kitchens that's like, oh my God, you can't come back here. <laughs> right. Um, so that's why I, like, I put a hold on that and my and we do, we've always done dinner service on Friday and Saturdays. Um, and, but we're trying to promote the fact that we are only open part-time. Um, so that doesn't mean you can't have parties here. Like we do on Sundays, we're not open. So I've done bridal showers. I've done baby showers. And use this place more as a venue as well as a restaurant. Um, I've 
closed down for private parties because you know, who says no to money? Right, right, Sorry, right. I mean, <laughs> but I can't, you know, uh, we've done that too. Um, I've done cooking classes to, you know, private, you know, like three course meals. Um, we do different events. I try not to go too crazy with the events because I feel like every day here is kind of an event and like leave that to, you know, like CSB that's, you know, got all the partiers and the, you know, beer drinkers. I mean, right. so, um, but other than that, I mean, I have thought about because I love my staff so much and with the way the economy's going and stuff like that to work in a place that's only part time, they need to have, you know, they need to be able to sustain their lives. And this place has a ceiling. So there's there's some I've been brainstorming on ways, you know, to like help with them to be able to, you know, stay with me and keep this family going to make sure that they're able to pay their bills as well. Um, so little things like that. I mean, I'll probably branch out in different areas in life, you know, so. But I think TSK, Teen Soup Kitchen, it's got one heart and this is it. I love it. We're in the heart right now. That's I right. can hear it beating. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. You have no idea what you're getting into. I didn't. Like, I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> happy to, I'm happy for it. The first beat, like, what I was like... <laughs> She had that two cued ready to go. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Um, so you've talked a lot today about your involvement with the city of Wichita, mm -hmm. fundraising, helping those during COVID. Is there anything else you want to share that you kind of do with the community of Wichita to help bring up Wichita? Well, I mean, God, that's a hard question to ask or like ask because, I mean, of course I tried to do something every day, but it's there's so much going on right now with everyone that I just try to do little things like this. You know, um, I, we're a little thing, <laughs> fun things, fun <laughs> things like this. I mean, yeah, okay, fun, yeah. fun, fun things like this, fun big things like this, but I mean, I've, you know, I, there's, you know, I've got several friends that own their own local businesses and I try to support them. I, you know, I do things, you know, like, I take my employees out. I know this sounds, this probably doesn't seem, but I take my employees out on lots of field trips. Love it. To like kind of get them out and about and like that way we can kind of keep it going. So I feel that that kind of helps support, you know, um, the Wichita community. And oh, and during COVID, like I every week bought from two different local, com like people, two local uh, stores, whatever, um, gifts for my staff. So I didn't just get like a few little things. Like I went a little crazy and just was like here. And like every week my staff would come and be like, oh my God, what'd you get me this time? So yeah. I was just trying to do things like that um, and just really be connected, I guess would be the best way. Um, sure. But I mean, like I said, my 40 year old bones and connections, I kind of want to sit down and read my book at the end of the night. Right, right. <laughs> Close at three so you have plenty of time to get home to read. Right? Right. right. Get a good night's sleep. Oh man, it's been, it's, I've been reading way too much. My husband thinks I'm crazy for saying that, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> I forget things like this. Like, I mean, cause sorry guys, I actually like, I was late and forgot that this was happening because I had it even in my calendar. It even says three yum. Three, I forgot the six, but uh, I wrote three yum. Three yum's good enough. <laughs> three yum at three. Three, three yum at three. <laughs> Yummy three. Should have known. Should have known. <laughs> but, yeah, just staying connected as much as you can. So. Okay, so beyond Tanya's, what's your favorite thing to do in Wichita? And reading is not the answer. Oh, damn. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I knew I'd beat you to it. Yeah. 
Um, well, I know that I said something about supporting the theater and the arts and stuff like that. Um, I'm a huge art collector. I have been ever since I was a kid because I was born into kind of like before there was, you know, I mean, there was city arts and stuff like that and the wham, but my cousin started the first art co-op, uh, mm. the fish house that was, and then, I mean, there was like the dead artists and like, there was a lot of them, but I grew up in it. My uncle's an artist and. So I've been, I mean, I think the first piece of like original art I purchased at 17. And so um, I love to collect from local artists. And I, I, I mean, I've got, you know, quite a bit you know, great like pieces in my collection of local uh, people like Patrick Gaw, Kurt Klontz, Kent Williams, um, Wade Hampton, my cousin John that I just mentioned, John Ornat, and uh, Constance Ornat, his wife. Um, so that's kind of my favorite thing is the arts. Like, I'm kind of a sucker. Like, my husband, if he doesn't even, I don't even have to ask him because if he doesn't want me to buy it, I don't care. I still, and this is, I told my friend, I'm like, I don't, like, I've had people, like, fight me on pieces of artwork. And they're like, oh, man, I really wanted that. And I'm like, but you hesitated. Did I? No. No, no, no. No, I did not. So that's pretty much supporting the arts and yeah, and then like the theater, Mosley Street Melodrama. Mm. My uh, one of my best friends is uh, partners in that and owns it. Uh, so that's one of the field trips we go on. We go to see a show. All like so, and then I've got several of my employees that are in shows that we go like at the Crown right now. One of my employees is in Rent, and so mm. we'll be going and seeing that too. So I did. I took a picture over here. All these uh, paintings in the uh-huh. hallway. So I have a picture of them. Is there? Can you tell me about those? Yeah, of course. So. It's kind of a silly story and how it made me feel like I got, you know, because everyone has their opinions and, you know, and I get it. But one day on Facebook, my husband is a tattoo artist and he designed uh, my latest hoodie. And it was of a vintage stock that you could find on Google, lady ladling soup into her mouth and like doing all these things around it. And I got a really kind of nasty email from someone saying that Tanya's the face of that place you're you know like and I that was one of those I just like apologized and I was like you know you know we we're changing we're evolving and we you know we're healing as well and that's not helping us heal by behaving that way right but it made me think I'm like you know what Tanya isn't just the face I mean she's our name she's our namesake Right. But she's just not the face. The face is the people that you guys get greeted by every single day at the register. The people that are taking you your food. It's not me. I mean, I'm in the back. Like, it's it's everyone that works here. Like, that is who the face of the restaurant is. It's my employees and my staff. And I don't feel like people get recognition as much. And like I said, I'm really into art. So I've always wanted to have a portrait hallway. Like always in my house, I've wanted to just have nothing but portraits. Because that's like, you. Yeah, that is me. Mm-hmm. I'm recognizing the tattoos now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing makeup and my hair's up and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, it's like, yeah, so everyone, I change that, a little bit. Well, right. But that, so that's all the people that work here in the hallway. Uh-huh. That, that is so cool. It's not actually all the people that work here now. It's everyone that's worked here for two years and plus. Okay, well, that makes and sense. that's future. I mean, that's past and present. Um, because, like I said, they. They created this space too. Even though they're not here right now, they like like they're still part of the heart of this, right? I mean, they for those two years they contributed to what this place has become. So 
I mean, some of those people aren't there anymore or here now, but they're still a part of our family. So. And I think there's a big one of Tanya, right? There is a big one of Tanya. And that is he, our friend Richard Davies, is the one that did all of those. Um, and I just remember during, it was during COVID and him being a struggling artist during that time and you know a lot of us being able to take advantage of some of that government PPPs and stuff and I was like how can I help there so I reached out to him saying hey I've had this idea for a long time and now I'm able to fund it and I can help you as well so it's you know and so he's the one that did every single one of those portraits in there I wanted mine to be the same size as my employees and he was just like no 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 you have rescued that place you have like that if you hadn't like come in and you know figure out how to keep this place we wouldn't you wouldn't be here anymore and so I was just like all right fine <laughs> fine feels a little weird but yeah that's that's the story of that well if um you guys haven't been down here recently or haven't noticed that before I will have posted those pictures that I took and I'm, I'll make sure to take, mm-hmm. but I, I'll look at my pictures. I think yeah. I took good ones, but I'll make sure they're better yeah. to, or, or the best I can do. And I'll post them on the corresponding blog. There'll be a blog with this mm-hmm. podcast. So you can go see all of that. Um, I kind of want to work here now for two years. <laughs> and yet my, I think that's amazing. I want to be, I mean, I, we still have about 10 more that need to be hung, okay. um, but I, they're at the frame shop right now. So that's another thing I love to do. I love picture framing and stuff like that to be able to make something like there's something about framing. Something can just add so much character can almost, it's the finishing piece. So it's super important. Like, yeah, I think it's it really un- is it's underrated. I yeah. Don't people sure. Put a lot of thought into it, but I've had posters made and broken because of what frame I chose. The yeah. amount of times we're at some sort of thrift shop, antique shop, whatever. And my wife's like, I hate that painting, but I want that frame that frame mm-hmm. and so, should yeah. we, so we buy the painting yeah. for the frame yeah well i uh my buddy at harrison company frame shop like i i used to work there and do picture framing so but yeah custom frames man that's awesome i have one final question for okay. you okay okay might be the most difficult question oh sh- shoot i can bleep it out okay <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to put you on the spot but i also do okay what is besides tanya's your favorite restaurant in Wichita, local Ooh. restaurant. Oh, I know. This is a There's restaurant. There's so podcast. many for different reasons, though. I can't just have one. You don't. Like, ha- you cactus- don't have to have just one. Okay, Cactus Cantina for their margaritas. Okay. Um. I've heard that before, actually. I don't oh think God. I've ever been there, but I have heard they have good margaritas. So good, so good. Okay. But like I said, everything's changing, so there's new things popping up. So that's really, really hard. That's a really hard question. Okay. I guess you got you. at least one of them. Like, I mean, you can margaritas. Give us five, like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> That's really hard. No one has ever, literally, no one's ever given us one. They're always like, oh, okay, I gotta give you like four. Yeah. Yeah. Man. But now I, because then I'm like, oh, well, public's amazing. Right. Uh, you know, N and J's fantastic. Ooh. That might, you know, I guess Ooh. I'm trying to think of like different ways there. of like, the Belmont has been, you know, great. Belmont's so. been a popular answer recently. Yeah. It's a pro Belmont. It's a very pro podcast. Belmont yeah. pod. We yeah. This also pro your other places you just said, but we're very yeah. pro Belmont. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. And then there's like, you know, great places that just have a great happy hour, you know, like Vora's got a great happy hour. Great, I like, great happy hour. Yeah. Great happy hour. Um, now I'm trying to even think like more locations, you know, I, I probably should eat out more, but like I, 
we were saying, I, you know, I get home after, you know, being in the kitchen all day, I, I tend to throw like tortilla and cheese in like the George <laughs> Foreman grill and okay. <laughs> sit down Gourmet. with my book. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're all about the air fryer at my house now. Like, oh, I love it. yeah. <laughs> I th- sprouts and fresh fish done. I think of, um, Pulp Fiction when he says, uh, that's some gourmet <laughs> Or, or whatever it is. It's very rare that I have to bleep myself out on yeah. these things, but I just—I guess I just would have had to do that right yeah. there. If I don't miss it, I missed it. I missed it the other day. You're a big Brussels sprouts guy. Love Brussels sprouts. Oh my god, Brussels sprouts are asparagus. my favorite. You love asparagus. I love asparagus. Yeah, me too. That's pretty much. Yeah, those are our go-to's. In I, our fryer. Uh, we, his wife and I, got on him at that one deal last summer. You just had like you're just walking around with a plate of asparagus. Well, no one was touching it. Isn't that crazy? We were at an event. Yeah. An event that my friend's parents, it was a, fr- it was a, it was a birthday party for our friend. Mm-hmm. His parents, I put it together, but his parents funded it. They had a bunch of food, uh-huh. which was a big plate of asparagus was part of that. And no one touched it. So I just, I just, it was the end of the night. And I'm like, I'm a little drunk. Yeah. And I like asparagus. And I was just eating asparagus. I was just walking around eating it. I get it. And yes, m- my wife did get on me for it, but we're still married. Yeah. So. Hey. <laughs> You know, about to have a second kid. So. Oh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh-huh. When this episode comes out, it's possible we've had the second kid. I don't know when this is going to come out, but, you know, whatever. Um, well, that's that's all my questions. Do you have anything else you want to ask? I, I'm set. This is fun. And I I love the story behind the paintings. So oh, yeah. Really yes. Cool. I never expected that. I was looking at it, and I probably should have. I probably could have recognized some people that were here today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, oh, these are cool. I wonder who these people are. And then I... Then I was a little afraid that I was not recognizing like some Wichita legends. Not that they're not Wichita <laughs> legends, but they're people legends sh- in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely legends. I just didn't want to. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> who are these people? Um, so thank you. Is there yeah. anything else you want to share? No, I think we covered it. Um, um, how can people find you online? Oh, can yeah, they yeah. come see you here? Obviously. Yeah. So we do do DoorDash. That's a, a good way of doing like delivery. Um, we are. Well, like you said, we're Douglas and Hydraulic, but 1725 East Douglas. Shout <laughs> out East go. Douglas. Open from 11 to 3, Monday through Saturday, and then reopen from 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday evenings. But like I said, if you guys want a catering, you want a special event that you don't want to have like a giant venue, we're totally down to help out. Um, we're they- on Instagram. Facebook, every day we post our soups on Facebook. Okay. So that can help some people because we get a lot of phone calls being like, what is on your menu? And I know not everyone is on Facebook, but the majority of the world is, I think. I mean, I don't, I mean, uh, yeah. My dad's on Facebook, so yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. Not on but I've been told though. by my, I've been told by my nieces and nephews that that's old school. And I'm like, well, the people that can afford like bringing you kids out are yeah. still looking at Facebook. So I'll right. keep that up for now. Do a TikTok dance. These yeah. are the soups. I'm dancing right? for those that can't see I know. See me, I was telling my, like, my manager, Tay-Tay, and I was like, girl, we need to figure out some TikTok stuff, even though I don't even know how to TikTok. Like, We're learning it for the podcast. Right? It's not easy. No. My, yeah. So, but yeah. So just your basic general, like, oh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook. Our website is Tanny Soup Kitchen at uh, no, that's that's my Gmail. If you have any questions, you can email me at TaniaSoupKitchen at gmail.com. Yeah. And don't forget the S. There's two S's. People will... T- they'd say Tanya Soup Kitchen. And then, yeah, yeah, they forget. And so they're like, well, I sent you an email. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's plural. So, mm. yeah. 
but okay. it's all one word. And then our website is tskwichita.com. Okay. And so yes. reach out to you those ways for catering or questions, yeah. things uh, like that. They can uh, reach out to me personally, Kelly Ray, or my manager, uh, Tay Tay. Uh, she's the front of the house manager, or I've got an office manager, uh, JoJo. We got, we all got some, <laughs> lots of nicknames here. Like, so that's do I how ask it for Tay Tay or JoJo? <laughs> I mean, everyone here will know. Okay. Like, right, mean, right, right. The majority of even our customers know who both of them are, so... Taylor Rose or Jordan Patrick. Okay. There you go. Actually, you saying all that leads me to another question if you okay. still have sure. a second or two. Yeah. So you rotate your soups daily. Yes. Is that the only thing that rotates? Uh, yes, except in the summer because uh, I got to keep those people coming in since soup is not like your basic thing. So we'll do, we'll rotate different side salads and stuff like that during nice. the summertime. But Monday's chicken noodle, Tuesday's gumbo, Wednesday's chicken curry. Mm. Uh, Thursday is a potato soup or plus a chili, depending on what the weather's like. Okay. Friday is tomato curry, which is nothing like our tomato bisque. Okay. Um, and Saturday is chicken tortilla. And every day but Friday, we have a tomato bisque because there's already a tomato soup on the right. board. So it looks like so. you usually have, what, four soups? We usually have four soups because okay. we always have a vegan and uh, gluten-free option as That's well. That's where I was heading with yes. my next question is yes. there's, there are, I, I'm currently eating vegan for okay. a few more days. Sunday, Sunday's my Easter and I've given up meat, dairy, and alcohol for Lent. It's a whole thing. And Good for you. Thank you. I don't have the willpower. <laughs> I've never understood. Never yeah, been able to. Yeah. So I had a vegan meal today yeah. here and it was fantastic. I had the Lulu mm-hmm. and I had the vegetable chickpea. Yeah. But I'm glad to see that you guys always, you always have a vegan option. Always are thinking about people's dietary restrictions. Always. Good. I mean, we definitely, um, I mean, that's, I, I know that some people will have us do their caterings and stuff because, and like, we don't do just straight off our menu for our caterings. I call it the BYOC, build your own catering. Ooh. So it's different. You have all different types of options to come from or choose from. So, uh, yeah, we just kind of like to play around with it. I love that. I will say, as as I'm getting at, I, I eat vegan during Lent is the easiest way to describe it. And this year has been the easiest year I've had in Wichita because Wichita is definitely becoming a little more progressive when it comes to some yeah. of these dietary yeah. um, things that people do. So oh, yeah. we're very appreciative. Yeah, I've actually, because Tanya was always in the very beginning progressive in that way, even when before, like at her last one. So we didn't have universal, like, abbreviations for vegan and vegetarian and she's always done it this way and so people have been like well that's not the abbreviation i'm like well it is it's ours <laughs> like sorry and we usually have like a little like a guy that says right. veg is vegan v is you know because it's also hard and that's funny too like i was like when i was talking to the girl that kind of got upset with me i was just like how do you circle a V on the, it, like, on the computer? Like, I mean, like, when we're, like, when I'm posting Facebook every right. day. Like, how do I, like, become, you know, like, I don't know how I'm supposed to make the, like, and now I guess there's a, emo- but I don't think there's emojis for the universal symbols yet. So, I'm just telling you, like, it's just know. always how it's been for us. And people have gotten upset with us, but it's like, well, we were, we were doing this well before the time of everyone wanting to be, Vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, pescatarian. Like, we've always, like... They should have looked at you for the universal symbols. I, I think so. Um, all-knowing. All-knowing. I was, <laughs> I was here with no, my... No, I'm not. 
<laughs> I was here with my buddy today, and he would never know the universal symbols. And he was just like, oh, you can have the um, the tomato dill bisque. And I was like, no, I can't. And he's like, where's the V? And I was like, read the key. And he looked at the sandwiches and was like, oh, you can have a whatever. And I was like, I was like, oh, he's like, this one just has a bunch of cheeses. I was like, once again, can, cannot eat this. And yeah. he was like, ah. Yeah. But there was an option, and it was really really good yeah i've never had the vegan options here before i'm gonna have to remember this for next lent because it was very good well good i'm glad you enjoyed it i appreciate you coming in we've actually reviewed tanya soup kitchen on our wichita podcast before Mm -hmm. and i don't remember my score off the top of my head it was definitely good shut up in a five ten no sorry it was over an eight (laughs) sweet out of ten okay but I'm, i'm gonna tell you right now that i'm going to definitely be moving it up a few points Dig it. Because it was very good. Nothing like that hurts my feelings. No, I figure not. I've, 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 um, <laughs> this is a place I, fr- this is a compliment to what you guys do, but this is a place that people love to come to. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get here at 11 o'clock, yeah. you're going to have to wait a little bit. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people here trying to get that suit. Well, and you have to think about, and this is like, people freak out when they see the line, but it moves. It moves. And if it doesn't, I know people, we're big on, it's, we've got like signs like all over the restaurant, please order before being seated um, because there is a rhyme and reason mm, to the action mm. and people can get really upset when they try to go save a seat. But I'm like, okay, so the people that are waiting in line though right now won't be able to sit until the next person gets up and you don't know if that's another 10 minutes. Yeah. And I hate saying that, but the longest you'll wait is in line because our food, because it's already made to like order i mean that's the thing i also people are like oh is it spicy is it this and it's like well it's our it's not a made to order restaurant like i can't be like how would you like that mild medium or super extra spicy (laughs) so everything here is pretty mild because we try to get everything to go out as soon as we possibly can so with everything being prepared it's just like building up to like getting your food but the longest you'll wait is in the line and I mean, one of the things that I like about this place is the camaraderie of all types. Like, I mean, there are so many people like you've got, it's interesting to see a line of bankers right next to, you know, like your grandma's right next to the kids from, you know, like, you know, that totally like have the balls to wear some of the clothes they do, which I'm like, damn girl, I dig that. Like, (laughs) how do you do that? Like. So that's what I love about this place is because, and that's another thing, I completely tell people, like, we are all types. We check our ego out the door, and we just enjoy everything that we possibly can here, so. I love it. So do we. Okay, well, that's all I have. That's all you have. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right, thank you. This was awesome. Yeah, appreciate Um, it. And, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's episode where we interviewed Kelly over at Tanya's. Hope you learned a lot about this great restaurant. Go check them out. Tell them the Wichita Podcast and 3M6 sent you. Enjoy their delicious soups, sandwiches, salads. They got great food. Go check them out. If you're looking for us, which you probably hopefully are, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites, platforms, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Um, You can find us on 3M6.com. That is 3 Y-U-M-6.com, or also you can type in T-H-R 
E-E-Y-U-M-S-I-X.com if you want. But 3M6.com, you can find our socials at 3M6, pretty much everything. Um, you can find all that on our website as well. You can find our blogs. We've got a lot of great stuff out right now. You can find those pictures that we talked about on today's episode. Um in the blog so go check that out special thank you as always to anna sophia henry for doing our theme music uh my talented sister-in-law really put together a great mix i think um you know my wife does our theme music over on wichita podcast but anna put this together specific for 3m6 her handle is at anna sophia music on instagram go check her out find her on spotify Anna Sophia Henry. We've got the links to her stuff in our show notes. Special thank you also to our good friend of the pod and cousin-in-law and blogger. Well, my cousin-in-law and blogger to the uh, 3M6, Steven, for the logo. Great logo. We've got some great stuff planned. So go check us out. Go check out the Wichita podcast. Bon appetit, Wichita. Wichita.